This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. <laughs> Wanda Prodnicka's book, Possessed by Ghosts, describes an unacknowledged problem with which the majority of mankind is struggling, namely possession by ghosts. Ghosts are the souls of people who have died, but who have not resolved to pass through to the other side of death's curtain. By remaining among the living, they are the cause of anxiety, depressions, mood swings, explosive negative emotions, mental illnesses, and often also physical illnesses. Pratnika is a unique healer in that she marries a formal education and philosophy. She earned her PhD in philosophy, an MA in psychology, and a BA in parapsychology. With a natural and innate ability that manifested itself when she was a mere child, She is an author of several books that have been translated into various languages. Valerie Telles interviews Mike Protnicka. Mike is the co-founder of the Dr. Wanda Protnicka Center. He gained a tremendous amount of spiritual insight about spirit attachment removal under Wanda's mentorship. Today, he performs the removals using Wanda's method. Thanks to Michael's ability to speak English and German, he handles all media inquiries, lectures, and events in English and German languages. Wanda Pradnika, Ph.D., internationally recognized leader in esoteric science and a leading voice in spirit attachment phenomenon. She dealt with tens of thousands of people around the world who have suffered from emotional or mental disturbances and physical illnesses that were considered to be incurable. Wanda's unique ability is that she is able to diagnose and remove spirit entities, also known as ghosts, from people remotely, no matter where a person is located. Wanda is also the author of the book series In the Wheel of Life, Volumes 1 through 3. Her most recent book, is Know the Truth and Be Free. Meet Wanda at wandaprotnicka.com. Here is the interview with Mike Protnicka. In your own words, who is Mike Protnicka? Well, Mike Protnicka is an individual who has... Uh, been now for about 20 years to the 
uh, subject possession and spirits and ghosts. And uh, before I was um, running a company and I was not very happy with my life. After that, I met Wanda and she has helped me a lot with my personal situation. And, um, and so I found this so releasing and so helpful that I have said, okay, I will now do whatever I can to help her uh, to promote that idea to people um, since that was so releasing for me, so helpful. Before meeting Wanda, did you believe in anything um, so-called spirituality? Did you have any spiritual beliefs or practices? Yes, I actually had have had that. Um, actually, I was uh, born with a kind of psychic uh, abilities, which I did not really understand very well. And after that, Wanda um, was explaining many things to me, and these things have become very, very clear after that. So uh, I was actually very much into, um, into spirituality. And uh, even though I was running a company, so I had to be very, very grounded, um, I found uh, Wanda's work so interesting that I said, okay, I am going to help you now. Uh, let me ask you another open question. What do you think life is? And what is the purpose of the human experience from your perspective? Oh, this is like a huge, huge question. <laughs> Life, I believe, is a process of evolution. Since everything in, in the universe or in every universe is, is evolving, so uh, uh, we as human beings are evolving too. And that is a very, very beautiful process if you know something about this. And so the purpose is basically to become more and better and uh, lighter and more shiny. So that's the purpose of human life. Wow. In very short words. When you speak of evolution, and I have talked to so many people about it, and and it always goes back to love. You didn't mention the word love, but you did say light. That relates to the, the idea of love that we have. Would that somehow be connected, Mike, love to light? I would say that this is exactly the same thing. Uh, since at our present evolutionary state uh, or stage, we are um, as individual souls going in direction light and love since these two words are exactly the same. So uh, we still see many problems in our world, many, many challenges that are originating from the lack of love. Uh, but I am sure that we all are going to be at a moment where 
everybody is going to be light and love and mm -hmm. will fully understand the meaning of that word. And I wonder if the release that you spoke earlier in this idea of light and love has something to do with releasing fear or understanding that love and fear don't really occupy the same space? Well, I would say that fear is exactly the, not the opposite of love, but it's the lack of love. So the less love you have, the more fearful you are. The more love you have, the less fear there is. And so um, since we are all going in direction love and light, we're going to become more and uh, less and less fearful. Uh, and that is probably something everybody is wishing to have in his or her life. That's interesting because when I think about death, that's what I think of. Dying for my fears, losing the fears means to me dying uh, from all the fears I have. It feels like a form of death, right, Mike, in a way? You can call that like this. Still, I am of the opinion that um, after you transition from the physicality, from your physical body to the non-physical realms, uh, you are going to live a life that is going to be exactly the same that you had on Earth. So um, that is the reason why we should be very careful with our own lives, how we are living it, because we're going to have it also after our physical body is gone. So um, the more you take care for, uh, for love and for positivity, the more you are going to have of it after your physical body is gone. In a way, it is a continuation of this life. So it's life after life and not life after death, in a way. Right, right. Uh, and that's the whole process of life. Life is actually a process that is going on and on. And uh, as soon as our physical body is dying here on, in the physicality, we're being born, like consciously born, in the astral realm, which is the next higher realm to, to physical existence, which is the emotional realm. And uh, emotions are oftentimes in our life expressed in fear and in rage and in irritation. And... Uh, And that is how you are going to have all these emotions also after your physical body is gone. So we need to very much take care to release all these emotional patterns in order to have a very, very beautiful life after our physical body is gone. And I wonder if there is an end to it. Is that something that is uh, eternal and never ends? Or there is something called liberation, freedom, from your perspective? Well, this, yeah, this is, again, a, a huge, huge question. Uh, and I believe that we are right now not in the position to have the answer to such a big question. So what i would 
how I would like to call it is that we're going in direction more and more light, which is translating to less and less fear. And there will be definitely a moment in our evolution where we're not going to have any fears at all anymore. Yeah, that sounds like liberation to me. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that's possible, Mike, to have that experience in the human body of liberation, of freedom. Is that possible? Sure, of course. This is only a state of your consciousness. So if you are taking care for your emotions, for your thoughts, then you will be able to detect how they are operating. And if you know that, then you are going to be able to control them. And that's a huge goal to manage, but still that has to be done so that we're removing from our daily lives the negative side of life, which is based on fear. And we're, we're guiding our attention to the light and to the love so that we're having more of it in our lives. Also in physical existence, of course. So what is the difference between a soul or the word soul, spirit and ghost? And actually, I'm going to add another one, energy. Well, everything is energy in that, in that view. So our, even our physical body is energy. The soul, I would call a substance that is composed of many different layers. I even would say that our physical body is our soul. So that uh, when you look at your physical body and at your etheric body uh, and your astral body and your mental body and your causal body and even higher bodies of the human then you will be able to call it soul. That's how I understand it. And when you lose the physical body, when you transition to the, through the etheric world to the astral world, then you are moving your consciousness from your physical consciousness to the emotional consciousness. And um, if you are deciding to stay close to the physical realm, then you can become something I call a spirit or a ghost. And um, that is a, a very special kind of being, which, is, which has not decide, decided to go to higher realms of existence, which is which was actually supposed to do, and uh, um, if you don't, then um, and if you stick close to the physical realm, which you can do, that is your right because we have free will and we can choose whatever we want to have in our lives. But still, that is going to cause that so a lot of suffering because um, the emotional realm is composed of many, many emotional layers. And if you stick close to physicality, then you are, uh, so to speak, 
deciding to stay in the lower astral realm, which is full of the lowest negative energies, which are all based on the fear that we have already mentioned. And, uh, and that is, of course, something very painful and something we definitely should not do after we transition from physicality to higher realms of existence. And that has a lot to do with the way we live our lives now, right, Mike? It connects back right. to this moment. Right. 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 The more you live in the love, the more love you have after your physical body is gone. That makes sense to me. It resonates very much in this sense that there's no time, really. Time is just a man, a human construct. And this is just the evolution that you speak of, of the energetic realm, the invisible realm. I do believe that everything's energy, which it is, right? Just different forms, different expressions. We can call it negative, positive, um, good, bad, but it's, it's just different forms of energy. And it's interesting the way you speak of fear, that that changes the, the expression of energy when it's fearful. And that's so true. We can see in people's face, not in our own face, when we are afraid. It changes um, the biology of the body, the physical body changes. So let me see. I have a few more questions for you, the, the open questions. Those already, we're already speaking about the work of Wanda's and your work that relates to the book, but I'll get more specific in a moment. Another general question is, everything that you speak of, is that considered spirituality or somewhat religious practice? Well, it is very difficult to this to distinguish because spirituality and religion, because in most cases, religion is actually the expression of spirituality. And uh, of course, there are different levels of spirituality and there are also different levels of religion. So uh, you have, in every religion, you have, for example, mystic experiences or you have uh, the mysteries so the more you are going in that direction, the more you are going into the understanding of the higher realms of existence. Uh, you are not only guided on the physical level, but you are also getting like the knowledge on how you need to be guided on the higher levels of existence. Another question I have for you is about healing. It's a word that I often use and I, I use from this work we do here on the podcast and everything I do has to do with healing. Do you see healing as a destination, as you see freedom? Or healing is something that as long as we are in a human body and living this life as this, as we call life, is that something that's ongoing? It's a process or there is um, a destination somehow for it? Well, I believe that healing only means to release the old, the no longer needed since everything is the, is in the process of evolution we are having things in our emotional bodies in our thought bodies that are no longer needed which is that are no longer uh, benefiting our existence so for me healing is actually nothing else 
but to remove all that is no longer needed in order to be able to go in direction of the new, of the higher, of the better, of more light and more love. Wanda, she wrote the book Possessed by Ghosts, Exorcisms in the 21st Century. Talk to me about the main intention and purpose for her writing this book. Well, Wanda was born with the ability to see and from birth to see through many layers of existence simultaneously. And uh, after a time, she has seen that this is not something everybody has. And uh, when she was uh, about 20, she has perceived like a strange kind of energy that is sticking to certain people. She has said this is like a gray mass of something. But she wasn't able to see what that what that gray mess was. And later on, when she was looking into it more and more, she has discovered that there is um, ghosts or spirits attached to human, to living incarnated people. And uh, she was very much looking into seeing if the situation of their, of these people have changed after she removed that gray mass of of uh, other substance than the human soul. And she was very surprised to see that it was like that and that it was very liberating and very healing for the people. So she has started to do it more and more. And uh, she was each time perceiving a betterment in the human. And uh, after a long time, she has started to do it like professionally, like removing entities from people. And in a time she has said, okay, I need to write a book. And that was the first book, Possessed by Ghosts, where she would express that whole problem to people. So the purpose of the book is basically to let the people understand what that uh, problem is composed of and uh, how intensely that problem is is creating problems of different kinds to people and how we can love our lives so that we are not attracting these entities to our energy field. So how does it work, Mike, the uh, spirit attachment removal? What is, a, let's say, a session like with you or Wanda? Can you please describe that to the audience? The cleansing um, procedure is actually being done always from the distance. So it is not like the exorcism that you may know from religious movements or from the church. It is uh, actually nothing else but removing the entity from the energy field of the human. And uh, this process is, uh, is going on for about three months or up to three months because um, some cases uh, there are where 
this process needs to be done for a longer period of time, not only several times. And that is why this process is chosen such for such a long period so that everybody, regardless of the problem that one may have, is going to profit fully from that releasing of other energies in our own soul, in our energy body. Yeah, my question is, how do we know when we are possessed by heavier, dense energies like that, that you call ghosts? What are the signs of that? The first signals are actually when there is a problem with your emotional life. So uh, when you are getting some really strange emotional patterns, when you are having very unstable emotions, um, that is the first um, sign that there might be uh, a spirit attached to you. Since the ghosts or spirits, it's actually the same word uh, or the same expression for, for the entity. Um, if they are near your emotional body, your, your, your astral body, then you are starting to experience their own emotional states. And since they are residing in a, in a very low uh, energy level full of irritation, anger, rage, uh, hatred, uh, fear, then you are going to experience the emotional that is not in your emotional field, but it is in the emotional field, field of the spirit. And the spirit is experiencing these emotional states in very, very great intensity. Since the, since the emotional world they are residing is, uh, has been built for many thousands of years by the human energy. So the moment we're experiencing uh, anger or rage or uh, jealousy or envy, then we are giving that portion of that energy to a big pool, I would say, where there is written on the pool like fear or anger or jealousy. So these pools are rather intense and the spirits are directly projecting that energy onto the human being, which is a very, very unpleasant thing. And very, very, uh, a very heavy burden. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When I read Wanda's book about the manifestations of that, it could appear as disease or illnesses. And um, one that I was really kind of caught my attention was cancer and allergies for some reason. It kind of really caught my attention, those two, when it comes to disease and then mental illnesses, phobias and obsessions and fears and addictions. They very much, phobias and fears and addictions especially, they really, really, I mean, look, it's very clear that there's something happening there that's out of balance, that um, they really look, it seems like those people are possessed. 
it's very clear in a way, even if we are not, right, Mike? It's so clear. Yes, the problem with our emotional body, if we are not, um, if we're not looking very intensely in our physical, in our emotional bodies, and we're allowing allowing negativity to happen, uh, then we may attract negative uh, entities. And, uh, you know, our physical body is only producing what is present in the higher realms of our existence, namely on the emotional uh, level and also on the mental level. So if you are having a lot of negative thoughts, like if you are often angry, then this anger, these thoughts about anger and anger itself are going to produce a result in your physical body. So that is how often when that person is being cleared from that entity, then also his physical situation can uh, dramatically improve. That is not always the case, though. We need to remember that we human uh, humans, we have diseases, our own diseases, which are already originating from our own thoughts and our own emotions. But sometimes also spirits are attaching to these thought and emotional patterns and then creating even more problems for ourselves. Mm, yeah, that's interesting that you say that the, the work you do with wonders, because I really think that we are all connected. All the energies are connected. They are always kind of interconnected and moving around one another. But it kind of amazes me that we are able to become stable because some of us are able to do that and become very stable when it comes to that energetic field, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It seems like it's because what you're saying, we are giving more attention or we are doing the healing work and then we become a lot more stable and we attract a lot of more of these loving and peaceful energies. Right. The more peace and and love you have in your life, the less you will be subject to entities who are every way around. But if you are not vibrating their own vibration, you are going to never meet them. Yeah, what a beautiful message. Lovely, lovely one. Thank you so much, Mike, for sharing that. Uh, it's a very good reminder for all of us uh, to pay attention, pay more attention. I see sometimes that the emotional level, that's something that I'm very aware of in a sense of very sensitive to energies in the sense of emotions. And I know when some of them are not connected to my body, my the, the physical body, biology, all what's happening around me, because I'm always trying to make sense of why am I feeling in a certain way. But what really catch my attention, because emotion is really easy to tell when something's really off, but thoughts. Sometimes I do feel, I do catch myself having some thoughts that I never had before, that doesn't really belong here in a way. I'd always ask the question, where did you come from? So I'm wondering if, um, does it have thoughts and emotions 
are they everything's interconnected i know but is that some, thoughts are more less energetically powerful than emotions mike because it feels like it it's actually the the contrary is true because everything is vibrating a certain ratio and emotions are vibrating much much faster than the physical body and thoughts are vibrating even more even faster than your emotions so that's the reason why when you give space to certain thoughts then th these thoughts are for sure going to attract certain emotions so let's see let's pretend for a second that you are going to think if you are going to be suspicious you know and uh, the more suspicious you are uh, the more uh, fearful you are becoming and that is originating from the fact that you are just having a certain thought patterns and these thought patterns are always attracting emotions to themselves so that is why Uh, we should take care, of course, for our emotions, but even more for our thoughts, because the thought is actually controlling the emotion. So the moment you control your thought, you are mm. actually controlling your emotion. So I'm wondering if by me doing the work of being very aware of everything and extremely sensitive to everything too, I'm wondering if the energies around me, like let's say my husband or a friend of mine, if they are having these very harmful and heavy thoughts, would that affect me? Because I, I feel affected sometimes. Sure. Uh, it is always going to affect you since your emotional body is in the realm of the emotional body of your husband or of other people or of spirits. So the moment you are when your vibration is going down and is in the today's world it is extremely easy to for our vibrations to go down since so many unexpected things are happening since we are bombarded by negative news for example and uh, and so the more you are in the world the more there is danger that your vibrations are going to go down. And that is why we need to be very, very careful not to attract these low vibrational thoughts and low vibrational emotions, because we can, uh, by doing so, uh, attract also uh, entities who have decided not to go away from the realm of physical, even though they don't have the physical body anymore. And they are vibrating a high extent of negative energy. And that can very easily influence every person since these energies, the entities, the ghosts and the spirits are transferring to the person or more just... Uh, projecting on their on their out in their outside field, these energies are very very intense, and it is very very difficult if you are low vibrational level uh, to stay 
clear from these things. That's why we need all the time to take care for our vibration and, and to look into our own vibration. This is very, very uh, crucial to our, to our well-being. And the way to do that is to keep ourselves within the realm of love, isn't it? Uh, and I wonder if that also, because that vibrates in the, I heard, because I don't know much how, I don't know how that exactly works. So the vibration of love is much more powerful than the vibration of fear, right, Mike? Right, right, Absol absolutely, yes. If we are vibrating in that energy of love and really embedded in that, that means that we can also influence other energies around us who are lower in frequencies and vibration. Right, right. Absolutely. You can, uh, the more you are going in direction light, the more you're going in direction unconditional love, which is a very, very special word. And uh, the more you are going into that direction, the more you are a light for others. So the more you can also help them by not doing anything else but being there, you know, because your light is just bringing their vibration up and so you can help them by doing so uh, without saying a word. Yeah. To me, that's where freedom really is. Uh, vibrating at that level energetically. Yeah, thank you for saying that too. What a beautiful... A message to resonate with other human being, another human being. Thank you. So we're almost at the end, and I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Before that, I would like to mention that Wanda's book, it's really incredibly well-written and insightful. If we keep in mind, we have this open mind, because I believe everything's energy. Everything that she talks about, that you talk about, makes a lot of sense. Everything's energy. I know we give names to everything, like we use words in, to communicate in this reality. But um, in the end, it's all about the way we feel, the way we navigate this reality with clarity and uh, in that sense of love and open heart and in the field, in the realm of unconditional love. So thank you so much, Michael and Wanda, for doing what you do. You're very, very welcome. She wrote something, I think about in the end of her book, she says, if we forgive everything and everyone, but above all ourselves, then having the knowledge we now possess, death will not take us by surprise. Which is a, a very beautiful advice for living this life under the light of unconditional love. So when we lose the body, we are very much aware of that, that we're already the light anyway. We're already there in a way, right, Mike? That is right, yes. And before I ask you my ending questions, would you like to add anything or read a passage in Wanda's book? Yeah, actually, uh, maybe I just say really briefly that possession is a very common thing that we're all subject to it and that we need to all uh, to be very very conscious we need to live our everyday lives more and more conscious 
the more conscious we are of our thoughts and our emotions, we are going to go direction light. Otherwise, we're going to attract things that we don't like, that we actually hate. And then there is situations sometimes that we cannot get free from these influences. So that's basically the whole purpose of writing the book by Wanda. Do you have a specific link to share with the audience about how to engage with these sessions or this is something that can be found on the website? I do have the website link. Yes, the website can uh, is explaining everything, what we're doing and why we're doing it and how uh, you can just see if that influence is there and uh, if you feel that there is, then you can ask for just a simple checkup, which is going to give you the clarification about if there might be entities within your energy field. And, uh, and if you then think that you will profit from the cleansing sessions, then you can apply for it on the website or, or over the phone. So. The website is wandapratnika.com and I'll have the website link on your podcast profile when the episode is released. And my ending question, one more question for you, Mike. What is another word for life? Uh, life is basically going direction better and better. And uh, this is a completely endless process. And uh, sometimes we have times in our lives where we feel extremely well and extremely energized and extremely loving. And uh, if you still think about what life is all about, then you can remind yourself that this is only a little bit of the huge uh, uh, light and huge love there is ahead of you. So life is a, an extraordinary, beautiful thing, uh, although it can be for some people very, very ugly and very, very painful thing. But there is a way of going away from that. And there is a way of staying um, highly energized all the time, not only at times. And that is what my wife has written in other books, because we've mentioned Possessed by Ghosts only, but there are four other books that my wife has written. And, uh, and in the books, um, in The Wheel of Life, part one, two, and three, and um, know the truth and be free. Uh, the reader can see how it can improve his or her life permanently and can go into that direction um, every single second of his or her life. Mm, wow. What a wonderful vision. Thank you so much again, Mike, for your presence, for the wisdom you share, for Wanda's work, um, and everything else that could be felt. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Wanda Pratnika and her work, please visit wandapratnika.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.